Welcome back to Felicity Was Here. I'm Heather. I'm Melissa. And I'm Dr. Joe. And today we are discussing Felicity Season 1, Episode 15, Love and Marriage. Welcome back, ladies. Hello. Hello. How's everyone doing? Fantastic, as always. And yourself? Getting rained out currently in SoCal. Huge storm right now. Really? Yeah. Atmospheric rivers and such. Oh, yeah. Pineapple Expresses. Oh, fun. It's called the Pineapple (laughs) Express. What I learned last week. Well, at least it's cute. Yeah. Because I guess it starts (laughs) in like, starts in Hawaii. And I guess, you know, they've got lots of pineapples and then it makes its way up here. That'll do it. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. I just got an email from the vet about storms here, too, that they could knock down your fence and your little animal could run off in no time. So you got to check out your your foundations and make sure everything's all tight, locked up. So that's scary. PSA. The more you know. Yep. 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 Yeah. I'll be sure to add that effect. <laughs> we'll put that on the YouTube video. <laughs> yep. Quick recap for everyone. Last week, Todd Mulcahy thankfully went home after reawakening Felicity's passion for art. Both Felicity and Elena got into Professor McGrath's seminar, and Julie sent her tape to Carol, revealing herself as her biological daughter. But Carol said that there was a mistake and she isn't her birth mom. This week, however, Javier faces deportation and asks Felicity to be his green card wife. Noel's brother comes to New York City for a visit with some news, and Ben tries out for a new sport. Shall we dive right in? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Let's do it. So we open with Ben working with Felicity at Dean and DeLuca, and she's on the phone with Noel, who tells her that he's been chosen to exhibit with the graphics department, and apparently only seven out of like 100 people get into this awesome exhibit. Which is interesting, like both Felicity and Elena made it into Professor McGrath's seminar when only like 10 people out of 100 get it. It's always like some super mm-hmm. competitive thing that these people are going for and they always make it conveniently. Exceptional students. Oh, they're just, they're the best at everything that they do. But, you know, Ben teases her a little bit about being on the phone with Noel. And so Felicity shares with Ben Noel's awesome news. And he says that she must be right about what she said on the phone to Noel, that he's really talented. And I don't know if you noticed, but he gives her a look here, like really intrigued. Melissa, do you have mm-hmm. thoughts on what his his little look to her? At first, I was like, maybe it's because he's realizing, you know, he wants this talented, you know, he wants to be really good at something. But I don't know. It seemed a little more complex than that. This is the same look that he gives her when they're in the library during that finals episode and she's talking about Noel and like how great he is. It's that look of like he doesn't think he's good enough. Like he's comparing himself to Noel. He's like, I'm never going to be as good as him. I'm never going to be enough. I don't know. That's that's the look that I thought it was because it looked the same as that that previous episode. But I think, yeah, I think that's probably right. I'm just like sitting, I'm sitting here like regrettably contemplating like, how did I miss this? But I also think it's really, it's really interesting the the dynamic with her having previously been really crazy about him and now she's talking up her mm-hmm. current you know, love interest and how much that affects him because it was kind of off-putting or unsettling to be so adored by her initially from Ben's perspective. And now she's talking up this other guy and it's like, dang, I maybe he wants that feeling back. So that's that's something, something there. Maybe in one of the first couple episodes, I mean, he always has these really intense looks <laughs> about him, mm-hmm. but I, I think, Melissa, there was at one point where you said he's intrigued by her. So maybe this mm-hmm. is another thing. Like, again, he's intrigued by her and how she yeah. feels about Noel. Yeah. 
And he definitely, I think he's intimidated by how like smart she is and how passionate she is. So she's like found that in Noel as well. So I think he's just like not feeling good about himself because he wishes he had like those kinds of talents. As we later see in the episode, like he's mm-hmm. trying to find his thing because he doesn't really have that yet. Yeah. So then Javier comes up to Ben with a hairnet because Ben just refuses to wear the hat. <laughs> and Javier wants to talk to Felicity, though. So he has two things. First, he's giving Felicity a raise because he finally fired Consuela, who's 82 years old. And then he says, number two, you can say no, but I would appreciate it if you would marry me. And Felicity's like, wait, what? What did you just say? And he repeats himself. Yep. I want you to marry me. And she is, of course, stunned because Javier is gay. (laughs) So it was, you know, it was a funny little opener there. And then Felicity goes on to tell Sally about how she's pictured her wedding, a beach at sunset, white dress, friends and family, the whole cliche. Not pictured, though, was a short, balding Spanish homosexual filling out papers at City Hall. So Felicity goes back to the dorm where Noel is in the lobby and she starts to tell Noel about the Javier situation. She says, you know, a weird thing happened, but Noel interrupts and says that his brother's coming and he's got to get a bunch of these flyers out for his design exhibit. And so he's like rushing around trying to get these flyers up and he's like, he thinks that his brother might have proposed to his girlfriend. Felicity says, well, speaking of proposals, but then Noel interrupts again and shows the flyer that promotes this exhibit and shows it to Felicity. And Felicity says that Ryan, Noel's brother, should come to the exhibit. But Noel thinks that it'll be Little League compared to what he does. So apparently he's in gaming and he's a big time graphic designer. So Noel is feeling a little inferior here. But Felicity's like, no, this is a big deal. You know, like, why wouldn't he want to come and support you? Noel says that they are close, but they haven't seen each other in a while. And so Felicity's like, okay, sorry if this is rude or if I'm cutting you off here, but are we done with that topic now so I can say my thing? And she tells him that Javier asked her to marry him. And his visa runs out in 10 days, and if he doesn't get married, he'll be deported. And Noel is a little flabbergasted, like you're seriously thinking about doing this, and Felicity says, it's not a quote-unquote real marriage, just on paper. I'm like, well, that is a real marriage. Yeah, like, that's, that's all marriage that is. legal. She said, and it would be, again, quote-unquote cool to help someone out like that. She's like, but never mind. Like, I'll just forget about it. Never mind. I'm going to pause here because that was already a lot. I loved it. Yeah. We've seen Javier maybe three times, four times. I know. Like, not very much. Like, they're not super close yet either. Yeah. She's his employee and he's asking her. Like, he has no other women in his life that he can mm-hmm. ask this. Right. I had thoughts about that. So the other women in his life might be mostly family members. So that's obviously not going to work. And he might also be very involved in the LGBTQ community. And they might be a whole bunch of lesbians that are very much not available. And it's just not going to work at all. So I was thinking it made a little bit of sense that this non-married college young woman would be an option just a little bit of sense just because the people in his life might already be married or might be family or might be very super 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 committed lesbians that cannot marry him i don't know so i was thinking yeah maybe it is actually slim pickings it it makes a little bit of sense he doesn't have a ton of options or late 90s maybe they also don't approve of him and you know Mm -hmm. that too yeah yeah, absolutely absolutely i just thought it was wild like we've only seen him a couple of times on the show so far i know and to ask something that huge 
But the times that they have talked, she had just had some really powerful moments. Like she had just gotten robbed at gunpoint with Ben the first time they met when she was Mm -hmm. applying for the job. She was talking about losing her V card that one time when she needed to take the night off of work. So they seem like they've they've uh, deepened their relationship, like they did a fast track on that. So I don't know. Yes, but it's not like they're hanging out. It's like an hourly job at a Well, he, he did come to the Thanksgiving. Let's not forget that. That's that true. He, they did they did a holiday with mm-hmm. somebody. That's kind of, yeah, that's <laughs> a big sign of closeness. He brought the turkey. So, yeah, yeah. So maybe they're a little bit closer, but it's just kind of in the background and we don't see all that because he's not part of her direct love triangle. Or is he? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) That's the funniest thing you've ever said. Thanks. (laughs) And also for, yeah, for Felicity to say that it's not a real marriage, that it's just on paper Mm -hmm. and it would be cool. It just shows like how naive she is. Like she thinks, oh, we'll just sign this document and he can stay. And obviously we'll see in the rest of the episode that it's so much more complex. But I um, totally thought that was out of character for her since she is such a big romantic at heart. So for her to be like, "Mm, it's just a piece of paper, that seemed not like something she would think. But it's a big favor to do. But also she's this is like the Super Bowl for her, like being able to help someone on this level. Like, you know, she's always trying to get in the middle of everyone's problems and help and quote unquote solve. Yeah. And she didn't have to come up with this. She <laughs> exactly. was propositioned this time. So it's like, yeah, yeah of course, this is a great idea because somebody else came up with it. It wasn't her idea to save him or rest. And you want me to help. Absolutely. Yeah. I will. <laughs> Dream come true. <laughs> But yeah, so for now, she's going to forget about it because Noel's like, really? You're really going to think about this? But then Ryan, Noel's brother, knocks on the door and he appears and compliments Noel's sideburns. They're really excited to see each other. Noel introduces Felicity, who has to run to McGrath's class, but Ryan says that they should all grab dinner before he leaves, which they're going to do. Then at the loft, Julie's playing her guitar as Ben's rushing out to head to the pool. I feel like Julie's always hanging around and Ben's always rushing out. <laughs> I feel like that's a common mm-hmm. scene that we see. But, you know, he's running out the door to head to the pool. Julie jokes around. She's like, oh, is my playing that bad? And Ben says, no, you're really talented. And so that word talented coming back from the first scene is very telling here where it's like, oh, he's seeing all these people in his life have these great talents or be really good at something. So, yeah, I could definitely see that he's maybe feeling a little inferior to some of his friends. So she asks him if he's okay. He's like, I'm fine. I just have to clear my head and swim. So then at the pool, Ben is swimming. Just wanted to say thank you to the writers for making Ben a swimmer. That's all I got to say about that. Hot damn. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. That was nice. (laughs) Gotta appreciate it. I don't hate Ben. (laughs) <laughs> right? Uh, right and so there's a coach there swim coach there who is noticing him swimming and asks ben which event he is and ben's like what oh, i'm just you know here to swim laps or whatever um but the coach thought that he was there for tryouts since they're holding clinics all this week for tryouts so another two swimmers show up it's a guy and a girl the guy whose name is lynn we find out later um lynn says that he's on time complains about how early they have to practice that it throws off his circadian rhythm And as Ben is drying off, he says that the crew also practices at 5 a.m. So he kind of inserts himself and does a little dig back at him, um, at this Lynn guy. And the girl that Lynn is with gives Lynn a look. He's like, oh, he's right. So she's even trying to get into the mix here. There's some, I guess, throwing down at the pool here. And so Ben leaves. So it was interesting that he inserted himself there, too, 
like conversation didn't really have anything to do with him. He was just there, but it seemed like there was something that he was trying to make a point. I thought that the girl Lynn was with was already giving Ben some like eyes, just like, you know, the the eyes (laughs) all through the episode. I will talk about more, but she was like all about him already. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't blame I her. I forgot her That's name. probably why she's in swim. <laughs> Can't blame her at all, definitely. So then we get an absolutely iconic shot of Felicity waiting for the subway as it rushes past. The breeze is like blows her hair in her coat. And I just, I feel like it's so cemented in my mind because of the future mm-hmm. intro that the show gets. That's like one of the main opening shots in the intro. So it's always nice when you see those actual shots that were used like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's from the intro. So gorgeous shot. <laughs> but Felicity is telling Sally that she's decided that she was going to have to say no to Javier, that there's only one real reason to get married and that's for love. I guess her inner romantic came out at that point, Melissa. <laughs> it was like, oh yeah, yeah this is, should be for love. <laughs> then at Dean and DeLuca, Javier's on the phone saying, I love you, and he's upset. And so once he gets off the phone, Felicity asks what's wrong. And Javier says that Samuel, his partner, can't quit his job and can't transfer to Spain with Javier. So Samuel is going to be staying in New York, and Javier is getting deported. So then Felicity says to Sally that she realized that if she married Javier, it would be for love obviously not involving her. (laughs) But she tells him that he's not going to go back to Spain. She's going to marry him. And Javier is so excited, so grateful, says that she's an angel straight from heaven. And then he gets into all the things that they have to do next. He says that they have to meet with the lawyers. Then in six months, they get the visa. And then after a year, you meet with the immigration officer. And then you get the temporary green card. You can see Felicity like, "Uh uh-oh, what did I just agree to? (laughs) buyer's remorse here but yeah i think this situation was like made for felicity because if there's an award for going to the extremes to help people she would win it so again i think she's a little all of a sudden freaked out but her heart is still in it i think at this point hey okay here's my story now one time somebody asked me if i would marry them so that they could get their green card and this happened in real life to me (laughs) start the episode with this (laughs) <laughs> well, I wanted to wait until we got a little bit into it. Um, he was one of my roommates. Um, it was the somebody. She was a young homeowner, and it was because her mom was in real estate, so she got a deal. But she absolutely needed tenants to, you know, help support the mortgage. Not unlike Sean. So we were, there was a bunch of us in the house, like maybe like four of us all together, and he was one of them. And he was a really cool dude. He could play the guitar. He was great at karaoke. And he offered me $10,000 to marry him. Wow. And I didn't say no immediately. I thought about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I absolutely thought about think it. about that. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, I'm a sucker for helping people, too. Like, that, I do relate to Felicity very much on that. I'm a sucker for helping people and um, supporting people any way I can. So, obviously, I went into a career of being a helper, so. Uh, yeah, I thought about it, but then I was kind of uh, put in my place a little bit. Not really put in my place. They were like, girl, you should be offered at least 25000 if you're going to do something like that. Because I guess this is like in the community of people who need this uh, assistance. You should you should be asking for a higher going rate than 10000 wow. That's not why I said no. I just obviously did not want to go to jail and mm-hmm. everything and, you know, get in tr- any sort of trouble. I'm very, very averse to trouble. So I ended up saying no, obviously. Um, otherwise, you would have known I had been married. 
in around 2005. <laughs> so what happened? Did he find someone? You know, I don't know what happened to him. I, I don't I I'm not aware of him having been deported or anything like that, but I, I don't know what he ended up doing. He didn't live with us very long. So but I don't think it's because he was deported. But he was a good guy. You know, he worked really hard. He he was fun to be around. He was very um, he was a lovely person. It just I'm just so terrified of getting in trouble that I couldn't yeah. do it. But I really I honestly totally would have done it if I thought I wouldn't get in trouble at all. I totally would have been OK with it, even without the money, because I'm a sucker like that. Yeah, <laughs> I actually heard that there are a lot of young like Gen Z young men who are getting paid to marry people like green card marriages i thought it would be the opposite like i thought men pay for like mail order brides or whatever but apparently like the guys are getting paid to help bring women over and give them green cards and whatnot like dudes not like sex traffickers or anything but i was just like that yeah, seems the opposite to me of my <laughs> what i would think would be happening so yeah it's it's weird I'll, I'll try and find an article i feel like i was reading about it um Gen Z just keeps flipping the script on us. We never know what to expect with them. <laughs> like men are getting paid to get married? Okay. Oh, well, Dr. Joe, thank you for that. Ooh. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> I thought you might find that a bit interesting. Like all the real life examples, yeah, like the that's true. professor in the elevator where you're like, mm-hmm. I didn't do the whole oh, work. And, like you've got all the good stuff. Yeah, that was what it is. <laughs> I'm so boring. Ugh. I've got some other stories, but they're not uh, they're not for mass consumption. So we'll talk about those offline. Discord. No. Yeah. No. No. So then we go to the bar where Noel and Ryan are hanging out. Ryan orders a dark beer. Noel gets the same, but he gets carded. And then Ryan persuades the waitress that he's the older brother instead of Ryan. So then Ryan says that he has something that he wants to talk to Noel about. And Noel's like, oh, yeah, is it about Amy, the girlfriend? Like, are you finally getting, you know, going to get married? Blah, blah, blah. Like, he's already got it in his head what is going to be happening. But Ryan says, no, he broke up with Amy a year ago, but that they stayed good friends. So Noel says, OK, well, what's up? And Ryan blurts out, turns out I'm gay. And Noel thinks it's a joke at first. And so that tells him he's full of it. And Ryan's like, no, I'm I'm gay. So Noel's stunned, and he says that he's not upset. That's not the word. He's surprised. And then, yeah, so then Noel says he's more surprised. But Noel says, I guess I don't know you as well as I thought I did. And I just, yeah, I just have to say here, no defending Noel in this episode. This is one of the worst <laughs> Noel episodes. <Yeah>. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to insert a clapping sound. <laughs> I know you, you'll love that. He just, yeah, he makes it more about himself here than about mm-hmm. his brother. And so much. Like, I get it. This is the late 90s. This probably would have happened. But yeah, it sucks, unfortunately, that Noel is like this. I think mm-hmm. it's so sad. I can see. I can see that he looks hurt that he quote-unquote, got lied to or something of that nature. And I'm so sad that they didn't dig a little bit more into how painful it would be to keep that kind of a secret, such a huge secret, and not be your whole authentic, genuine self, and how painful that must be to live that way. I wish they would have, they could have done a little bit more with that. Um, That's the, like, That Noel would have acknowledged that at some point later in the episode. Yeah. Like, Noel made it more about why didn't you tell me sooner? Like he made it about him rather than instead thinking, of how horrible yeah, it like, must be. Wow, that yeah. must have been really hard for you to keep this, you know, from us. Right, and like right. I'm sorry I didn't make you feel like you could tell me, or I don't know, um, or just be there and listen. Yeah. Uh, I wish they could have 
picked that up a little bit more, you know, towards the end of the episode, like really leaned into that more like that must have been really hard for you instead of just however they resolved it. Yeah. But so that was disappointing, not just from the character of Noel, but from the writers. Mm-hmm. I, I would have wanted a little bit more from them. Well, the yeah. whole storyline just felt, you know, very 90s, like after school special, like, oh, my relative is gay. What? And then like. I don't know, now watching TV, <laughs> at least the shows I watch now, it's just like half the characters are gay and it's just normal now. Like, there's not many of these, oh, I'm going to come out to my family. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. They just made a big deal. But yeah, back, back then, then it was different. Yeah, but yeah. But you can think of other shows. Like, I remember the Golden Girls, Blanche's brother is gay. You know, they they were doing this back in the 80s. Like, this isn't, and they they did it with great intention. And I'm sure some of Norman Lear's shows, I'm obsessed with Norman Lear, Rest in Peace, Rest in Power, et cetera. Um, they, he, he tackled so many social issues, too, on um, many of his shows. And again, 90210 did it. Um, one of the really hot dudes that was trying to date Kelly was like, I'm pretty sure I'm gay. I think I'm gay because like you're the hottest girl in school and I'm not into you. So that I'm probably gay. It was but they they explored it more over a couple episodes and like keeping that secret and how hard that was. So I, by 98, 99, they could have done better. Dawson's Creek. Dawson's Creek, though. This is like oh, the same yeah. time as Felicity. When, yeah. when they had Jeff kiss another guy, like I remember it was controversial that they put mm-hmm. it in. A that was earth shattering. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were like, whatever, who cares? But you know, the media and probably parents were all mm-hmm. up in up in arms about it. And that was around the same time period. So, yeah, I mean. So that's a little bit disappointing because, like, one of my first thoughts is always the Golden Girls because the Golden Girls tackled quite a few social is- issues back in their day, too, surprisingly. And like I said, you know, a lot of Norman Lear shows back in the 70s and early 80s, they were they were tackling quite a lot of things and and going there. So it's kind of this felt a little bit more on a superficial level compared to other other media. Yeah, I have other issues with some of the writing stuff, too. Like, I just have to accept it. They wrote this for Noel, so that's how Noel is. But also there are certain points where I'm like, this to me doesn't feel like Noel would do this or act this Mm -hmm. way about something. Like, he is such a caring person, and it seems like he's always taking care of his family. You know, like, I get he can be selfish and overreact and, like, make things about him. Um, But I think the, like, non-acceptance part was felt a little off to me, but it is what Mm -hmm. it is. That's how they wrote the character. Yeah. Yeah, I think they did nail it, though, because he does make things mm-hmm. about himself first and foremost. He does come around, but that initial knee-jerk reaction is him feeling wronged in some way. Mm-hmm. I feel and like kind of missing the forest for the trees type it, of thing. It still gets a little worse, in my opinion here. So Yeah, it's going to get worse before it gets yeah. better. <laughs> it's about to get worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to get worse. <laughs> so, yeah, back with Felicity then. Noel is talking to her about it and says maybe he's just experimenting, that it's a phase. Again, this is like the typical 90s tropes. But Felicity, and I'm glad that they at least have her talk some sense. She says, from what you said, Noel, it sounds like he's pretty sure. And Noel's just grappling with it. It's like, oh, he was a stud in Boston. Like, people don't change like that overnight. Which, again, it wasn't overnight. Like, he's clearly been holding on to this for a long time. Like, yeah, it's it's overnight for you, but it's not yeah. for his brother. Yeah. Yeah. But then Noel says he didn't invite him to the exhibit. So he says, well, why don't you tell him tonight? Because um, they're all supposed to have dinner. And Noel, and here's where this the writing doesn't make sense to me. Because Noel says, why would he want to go to dinner with me after how I acted at the bar? And I'm like, if he's that self-aware that he acted like a dick then continues to say these weird things though like it just to me that part doesn't match up like he realized realized he acted like an ass and yet he continues to act like an ass so Mm -hmm. that's yeah 
Oh, he's still processing, as he says. Yeah. I'm processing. I'm just processing. Yeah. He's got to, we got to take a while to get there. Yeah. So then Noel says, oh, sorry, Felicity, I didn't even ask. How did Javier take it when you told him no? And Felicity <laughs> says, I sort of told him well, yes. Mm-hmm. And Noel says, wow. And yeah, I think there's a lot to unpack there too. In this Felicity and Noel situation, I, if I were Noel, I probably would also be upset because it's like my girlfriend just agreed to marry yeah. someone without like talking about it. She said right. she was going to drop it. That was the last thing I heard. And now all of a sudden you told him yes. And then, yeah, that compounded with the Ryan stuff. He's obviously going to overreact because that's how he is. But yeah, I would I would also be upset because like that's going to impact their relationship in a huge way. It's not like you get married, mm-hmm. sign the paper, and then you get divorced the next day. Like it's you got to be in it for a while, <laughs> I would assume. So I don't know that he was even that upset about how it impacted their relationship, though. I think he was just surprised that she didn't do what she said he mm. she was going to do. Because she's like, oh, I'm just not going to do it. I think it was just more of like, I can't trust what people are telling yeah. me about themselves kind of thing. Not like, oh, we can't be boyfriend, girlfriend anymore because she's a married woman now. I don't think I don't think that was really on his mind or hers because obviously they could still continue dating. It would just be risky, you know, if people were watching and saying like validating the, you know, the validity of the marriage. So I don't know. I don't think he was really thinking that far ahead, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think he was still on his his brother's situation like oh my gosh i got lied to my whole life yeah that's fair to felicity and megan's room and megan is putting on it looked like a henna tattoo but like a temporary two but it looked more like henna and javier knocks and comes in and it's so fun like he's totally into megan like he loves her whole vibe so he (laughs) introduces himself as felicity's fiance and then like asks megan where she got all her accessories and Megan laughs because she's like, fiance, sorry, you got the wrong Felicity. (laughs) And she says, is she knocked up? And then Javier says, I think you got the wrong Felicity. (laughs) I love that. So funny. Felicity does come in and Megan asks her how much he's paying her to be his beard. And both of them are like, beard? Ew, no. Um, Megan says, oh, a green card marriage? Like, man, every time I think I've got you pegged, you do something bitchin'. She's asked Javier, are you getting her a car? <laughs> oh, I didn't know I needed to get her a car. Like, oh. See? Yeah. Like, or at least $10,000 something. Yeah. And so Javier's like, do you want a bicycle? Yeah, that's customary. That's so cute. Do you want a bicycle? Yeah. Felicity's like, no, no, no. You're not giving me a bicycle or paying me or anything. But he did get a ring to make it official, which is cute. And so Javier holds out the little ring box for her. And as she reaches for it, he snaps it shut and they both start laughing. He's like, oh, I saw that on Pretty Woman. And I (laughs) burst out laughing because that is so Javier. He's so adorable. The little flair he adds to to moments. I love it. And he's such a romantic too. So that, yeah, that made a lot of sense that he'd be like watching Pretty Woman. Like, I want to do that someday. Very clever. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's so sweet. So then Ben's checking his mail when Lynn and Nicole pass by. Nicole introduces herself and asks Ben about what his event is. And Lynn, who is her boyfriend, is the same event. So Lynn approaches Ben too now and he's like, I know you, not just from the pool, that he never forgets a face, that it's one of the three things he does better than everybody else. And he's like, I'm also a bomb parallel parker and he makes the best Harvey wall banger in the city. And I actually had to look up what a Harvey Wallbanger is. Had either of you heard of that cocktail before? No. I've heard of it a million times. I just never knew what was in it because I'm not a huge drinker. And that sounds like classy. 
and I'm not a classic. It seems very seventies, so. like a Manhattan <laughs> or yeah. something like something you like your parents yeah. or grandparents would have been drinking. Um, very nostalgic. Well, I looked it up, and it's basically a screwdriver with the addition of Galliano, which is an Italian liqueur. Galliano is made with vanilla and a medley of herbs and spices, including star anise, juniper, lavender, and cinnamon. And I'm thinking mm. that that sounds delicious. Yummy. So yeah. we're gonna have a smart yeah. powder yeah. cocktail. And then we're going to have Lynn's Harvey Wallbanger recipe. I think we're going to have a Felicity cocktail cookbook. I don't know about you. Recipe book. I think that's a great idea. Just, yeah. like a delicious... Not just cocktails, but all recipes. You know, we could do the we'll smoothies. Have to do the smoothies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Beet salads, too. Oh, yeah. Lactose. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gosh. But yeah, that sounds like a delicious oh, cocktail. So I might have to make some of those. See if I can get some Galliano. But yeah, Lynn asks Ben if he's ever been to Epstein Bar. He hasn't, but he invites Ben to come tonight. I guess the rest of the swim crew is going to be there. Then at Dean and DeLuca, Felicity and Javier are all dressed up. The lawyer's on the way and she could still refuse the papers if they don't convince her that they're in love. And so Felicity's like, so you're sure we can do that? Because, you know, you don't seem straight. And Javier's flattered. He's like, oh, okay, I'll just talk about football. Because <laughs> that'll that'll cover it up. And so, yeah, Samuel calls him on the phone as Felicity watches them smiling. So seems like she's still satisfied with her decision. Then Noel is studying when Ryan comes up to him. And Noel's been calling all day. Uh, Ryan said that he was glad to hear from him. Noel says that he should apologize for how he acted. He wasn't expecting it, but he does bring up the graphics exhibit and Ryan says that he'd love to go. And Noel says another thing, he liked Amy. And Ryan says that breaking up with Amy, telling her the truth is one of the hardest things that he ever did and that he really does love her. And Noel says that it must have been tough. Maybe they'll get back together someday. My God. Oh my God. Are you listening? <laughs> what a fool. So then Ryan's... Like, he was so close, he, but he fumbled it at that's the end. Why I'm like, this stuff doesn't... He's like, I'm an asshole. I should apologize. And then says something like that. I'm like, God, Noel, what are you doing? So Ryan says that things ended abruptly, but at the dinner. Um, but he did want to tell Noel about this guy, Alex, that he's involved with. And he flew in this morning and he wants Noel to meet him at dinner. You'll like him. Noel says, oh, I'm sure I will. That stinks. His attitude stinks. Like, he's already pre-decided that he's not going to like this guy. And, like, like, why are you being, like, so Team Amy? Like, who cares? This is your brother. Yeah, so loyal to her. Mm -hmm. Especially if she's okay with it. You know, they're still friends or whatever. Like, why are you so loyal to her instead of your own brother? But anyway... Do you, I, I thought that Ben had been to Epstein Bar already. I'm just like backtracking. Didn't, didn't they all go to Epstein Bar before? Because he says, right. oh, I thought it was like in there. the he pilot. No. I thought they were all there. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Also, why is nobody else more amused about Epstein Bar? Because that's a virus. Like that's a it's disease. A funny like bar why name. is that not hilarious? I, yeah. So when they go there later in the episode, it doesn't look like the same place that they've always been going to but i think later on they just make that place epstein bar like they just switch it over and that's what it's it is like yeah because the, yeah. the place that noel and his brother got that drink at like that's the place they always go to through the whole series and that's the one they refer to as epstein bar later on but it doesn't look like the one but you know what i mean yeah, yeah. she does open mic and all of that like mm-hmm. I, I, right. I thought that yeah. was just the only bar they go to yeah Right. So that was weird. Maybe a little, that was a weird little something or what's it called? 
goof. <laughs> I was trying to say glitch, but I, goof. <laughs> I'm having a glitch. So then back at Dina DeLuca, the lawyer is here with Felicity and Javier for their interview. And Ben comes up to their table and asks uh, if he can get them anything. And he points to his head because he's wearing the hairnet. And he says, I wear this thing every day. And the lawyer's like, good for you. Huffing at him like, what? And Ben's kind of looking back and forth. He's like, you're not from the Board of Health, are you? And she's not. So he like grunts. He does a little like, oh my God. I, don't, I can't even do the Ben grunt, but he grunts and rips his it was so rips good. The so hairnet off as he walks away. He's like, I didn't <laughs> I love have to do that. That was so the lawyer asks Felicity and Javier how it started. He says that she needed money. Oh, <laughs> so sweet. That's not what she's talking about. Uh, so the lawyer says, not about your job, like how you two became romantically involved. And she says, oh, it just happened naturally. And Javier smiles and that, you know, they were very attracted to each other. So convincing. <laughs> they were so very attracted to each other. And the lawyer is not buying it, of course. So Felicity brings up football, like, oh, and the football, right? And Javi's like, oh, I love the football. The lawyer can tell what this is and says, like, okay, look, Felicity, you're the petitioner here. You are assuming all responsibility for the marriage, and you're liable for anything that happens to Javier. And you have to prove you can support him if he loses his job. Interesting. I don't think I would have known that. Um, and Javier says, oh, well, I'm so proud. She just got her first raise. So it's like, oh, okay, she makes, what, $4 oh an hour? Yeah, Big right. <laughs> four twenty-five. Yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> my goodness. So then once the papers are filed, it's in the hands of the INS. And if it's not real, you are in trouble. Uh, you could be quarantined from the country, face severe fines, and also prison. Well, that didn't go well. Um, after the meeting, Javier's in the back. He found some booze from Consuela, and he's doing tequila shots in the back. And Felicity comes in. He's like, oh, that went well. And he's taking all these tequila shots. And Felicity says she felt like she was on trial and then tells Javier that she'd feel better if he stopped it with the tequila because he's stressing her out. So Javier says, look, I, I understand if you know, you're nervous about this now, like sleep on it, see a therapist. Shout out Dr. Joe. Is this something that you help people with? Deciding Not on yet. I've marriages? seen a lot of things. No, sadly, no. Because I'd be like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it and tell me how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Want to hear all about it. Invite me. Neither of those things are unethical. <laughs> this is a funnier episode than I thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> So we go back to the pool where Ben is swimming again, and then he goes to Epstein Bar afterward with Julie. Julie's like, so just checking, you're not trying out for the swim team, right? He's like, definitely not. I like not being on a team, no coaches hassling you, no practices to schedule around. You know, he's obviously just putting on a good cover. Nicole sees him, It's like, oh, you came, and introduces herself to Julie. Then Lynn comes up, he's bartending, and says, he now remembered how he knows Ben. He says, track team. And Ben's like, mm, I'm not on the track team. He's like, no, but I saw you try out and not make it. I'm like, come on, Lynn. How rude. What a dick. What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Those were rigged. <laughs> we, need to, we need to somehow, like, snip the audio yes. from the show and just, like, play the Ben what a dick, like, sound bite. I want that to be my ringtone. <laughs> oh, that could be a text message alert. I said I told Melissa I'd make her a text message alert. I should do that. <laughs> what a dick. Oh, man. So, yeah, he had, like, had to point that out 
to Ben. Lynn then tells him to try intramurals. Again, condescending and dickish behavior. And then Ben says, well, I'm trying out for the swim team. So now he is trying out. And so Ben leaves and Lynn says, good luck. I think, do you think that he would have tried out anyway, even if Lynn hadn't been throwing him digs? No. No. I don't think so. I think. I think he needed that little yeah. little nudge. Like, I think he's, uh, yeah, I, I don't think he necessarily is a self-starter all the time. Mm-hmm. Needs a little bit of an oomph behind him, something to light a fire under his ass. Mm-hmm. I feel like Julie probably still would have encouraged him. She may have, but he may have been like, nah, it's all good, girl. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I'm just going to go to your open mic nights and support you, girl. <laughs> I think he needed a challenge, like, challenge accepted. Watch me. competition yeah like a little like i'm gonna prove you wrong because i think that again i'm sure you're gonna be surprised to hear i think that comes from his relationship with his father his father probably constantly put him down like you're a loser you're you're not gonna do anything and that little motivation like oh yeah watch me watch me do it i'll I'll prove you wrong because otherwise what is the point in trying because you're just gonna fail and you're a loser so i think he needs something to fight against to activate him to try to do things at least sometimes not all the time that's part of what can motivate him. Interesting insight. I try. Then at the dinner with Ryan, he brought Alex along. So it's Felicity and Noel and Ryan and Alex. And there's pretty much just like awkward silence as everyone's looking at the menu. Alex looks like such a grown up. Can we just say that? Like, I love him and his turtleneck. And he just looks like <laughs> such a such an adult. If I was Felicity, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I'm with real men. I mean, Ryan like, does, too. Like all the way adult yeah. grown ups. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking their wine. Ryan's probably in his... Like, what's the... Yeah, what's the age gap between him and Noel? I mean, Scott Foley was probably, what, mid-20s already in this portraying a 19-year-old? Yeah, yeah. Then Ryan asks uh, Noel and Felicity how long they've been going out, which is three months, which is crazy. That's like three episodes is three months. And it feels like barely (laughs) even three months. It's like, I would have estimated like two and a half. I don't know. They skip Valentine's Day, I guess, right? It's like what what time of year is this? Because yeah, they like know. they had their first kiss on Thanksgiving, the S end of November. So how did how did three months already happen? That doesn't make any sense. I think she rounded up. Like they didn't define things until they got back from winter break. Mm-hmm. So three months, exactly. it's like it's already March. That's generous. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> I don't know months. about all that. <laughs> and they, you know, she asks about Ryan and Alex. They've been together for ten months. And they said that at their one-year anniversary, they're having their commitment ceremony, which that's maybe fast. So I, mm-hmm. you know, would maybe also know. be surprised if I was just hearing about this guy and like if they were yeah. dating three years, that's one thing. I'm like, oh, 10 months. Okay. But sometimes mm-hmm. when you know, you know. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't know if things were different too in the gay community back then, like if they felt like I don't know, because they're, again, going back to, like, the whole AIDS thing, and I'm not being like, oh, all gay people have AIDS. But, like, there was a lot of that going around at the time. Mm. And I wonder uh, if they had older gay men in their lives and they had seen them lose their partners to AIDS or stuff like that. I think there's, like, a lot of, like, cultural stuff around it that may influence, like, yes, let's get committed. Like, let's just just be together Mm. and, and make it official. I wonder if that was some of the influence in the background that we're not really as ready to. Yeah. I mean, I did not really like Noel through this episode, but I, like, try to put myself in his shoes. Like, I would be shocked, too, if all of this information was being thrown at me in the course of, like, two days. And I was meeting this person. Right, which his brother acknowledged. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. Like, it's it's happening all at once for you, but this has been his mm-hmm. whole life that he's been mm-hmm. living 
secretly. And um, like, even if I was trying to imagine, yeah. like, if my brother had been like, oh, here's this person I'm going to get married. Not even like if he was gay. It's just like, here's this lady that I'm dating. And, oh, we're going to get married. I'd be like, Whoa. Two months from now, you're invited to our yeah. our commitment party. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't 10 know. 10 months just seems fast, but. I'm a hopeless romantic, too. I'd be like, a wedding? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, we would all hope that we would react better. Like, yeah, you can be surprised, but mm-hmm. then he doesn't have to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so then, <laughs> yeah. So Noel's like, what? What is this commitment ceremony thing? It's like a party. And Ryan says it's more like a wedding because gay marriage isn't recognized by the law. So offensive, like a party. He says it's mm-hmm. so condescending yeah. and so disappointing. Then Noel's like, yeah, I get it. But now, like, you're gay and now you're in a relationship and now you're getting married. And yeah, Ryan says, I know this all seems fast to you. And Noel says, I thought you were one of the closest people in the world to me and you never trusted me enough to tell me. Like, he's making it about himself rather than just supporting his brother mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Then Alex chimes in about to say something. And Noel's like, hey, I don't even know you. And then Ryan says, you can't talk to Alex like that. And yeah. then Noel says, what do you think mom and mess. dad are going to say? Like, he just keeps, like, digging his hole even further Oof. in the ground. Piling on, doubling down. So then Ryan says that he actually wanted Noel's support when he told their parents. Imagine that as actually supporting me for once in our lives. And Ryan leaves, Noel leaves. And then Felicity tells Alex, like, I'm going to marry a gay guy, too. That's <laughs> a comedic relief for us, but not for the characters. Yeah, we we needed that because that was definitely intense and not not good. She's such a dope. <laughs> but this was, a, this was another piece where I was questioning the writers because in the past, like, Joe, you've pointed out, Noel fills in for his parents like he's always taking on this caretaker role so for Ryan to say like oh you actually supporting me for once in our lives instead of vice versa like that one here it didn't feel like it fit with the rest of the picture we've been given of Noel who takes care of everyone else so I was like where is this coming from if it's for me he takes care of his parents not his brother He was taking care of his mom because she was hysterical and he was taking care of his dad by stepping in because he couldn't go to take care of the funeral arrangements like he is parenting his parents he's not parenting his brother so i could see like he's more aligned with his parents because he always has to step in and take care of his parents so that would leave his brother to just do his own thing and that's why i think he would say like oh imagine you supporting me because i think he's usually noel is usually supporting the parents because they can't parent right because they're dysregulated emotionally or whatever i took it as Ryan saying, I'm always the one supporting you, Noel, and you're never supporting me rather than the parent thing. So I was like, Mm -hmm. but also even. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't really know what their relationship is like. It's the first time we've seen and heard about him. Um, I also just can't imagine like not supporting his brother. Like he seems like he puts him on a pedestal. So, yeah, Yeah. that just it didn't feel like it was that authentic to Noel's character here. Um, And I just yeah, same thing. I wish they had unpacked that a little more. Yeah, it made it made sense to me, but I could also see that it was a little bit, it was a little sloppy because it was sloppy the first time when he was doing all that stuff for his parents with the great uncle. Because I was like, we knew later that he's got an older brother. Like, why wasn't the older brother put in that mm-hmm. position? So the whole thing is just a little bit sloppy, I think, as far as the writing. Not horrible, but just a little sloppy. Not fully fleshed out. Yeah. 
Right, right. Then Felicity and Javier are together, and she tells him that she thought about it, and the most important thing is for Javier to be with the person that he loves. And Javier says, I agree, and that's why I can't marry you. Like, what? (laughs) Changing things here. So apparently Samuel doesn't want Javier to marry anyone else that I know. Yeah. Samuel gave his boss an ultimatum, and so he got permission to transfer to Spain. And he's obviously happy for him and says that that is so romantic. And it is. Except that means less heavier for us. So I did not like that. I was happy and sad. Just getting to know him. (laughs) Yeah. And hopefully uh, Spain will treat them better as a couple. (laughs) Then we go back to the loft. Ben is rushing out of the loft again. And Julie uh, tries to bond with him and says that she wanted to tell Lynn to shut up last night. Ben's like, yeah, I hate guys like that. And Julie asks if Ben wants her to come to the swim tryouts. And Ben's like, nah, it's not a big deal. Of course, Julie doesn't believe that. Obviously, this means a lot to him, and he really wants to make the team. And then Ben tells her that like everyone has that thing that they're good at. And if he made the team, he'd be a part of something, and he really wants that. I think that's so great. <laughs> But he said that, that he verbalized mm-hmm. that. That's so great. That's so good progress for him. And Julie says that she thinks he's good at a lot of things. He even points out that Julie's good at her music. Sean's got his crazy ideas. Like, <laughs> it's just so funny that he even thinks that, like, Sean is really talented, yeah. but he's not. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> really speaks to what he thinks of yeah, himself. It was really sad. Um, yeah. Well, she tells him, like, I think you're good at a lot of things, but she hopes that he makes the team. And yeah, I think it's really sad. Like he tries to support a lot of other people, but like he really doesn't let anyone else in or let anyone else be there to support him. And again, I know it's because of his childhood trauma with his parents, but it is just, (laughs) it's sad to see. Like he can't even accept Julie come watch and support. Like she doesn't have to do anything. She just sit there, right? It's not like it's going to put her out. She can play her guitar later, right? And he, like, can't even let her in to do that. But you're right. It's it's good that, he's, that he verbalized that this meant a lot to him. So that is good. That's yeah. progress. But it's sad. But I think it's really consistent for his character yeah. because he talked about his dad missing meets and birthday parties and et cetera, et cetera. So if he did say, yes, I want you to be there, and for some reason she couldn't show up, that would be so, so horribly devastating. So it's easier to just be like, nope, I don't need anybody there, because it's easier to not need somebody than to need them and then get let down by them. Mm-hmm. So this is super, super consistent for his character side. The strong writing for Ben. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the strong writing for Noel this episode. Side yeah. note, if Ben but- had a gay brother, he would have been so supportive of him. We all know that. I believe it. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Also, I love... Um, the level of comfort that he does have with Julie, even though mm-hmm. he is still very guarded. The fact that she was sitting around playing her guitar and he was running out of the place, she can just exist in that space and she doesn't have to be compelled to leave. Like, oh, I'm leaving. You got to get your shit. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, we're done here. Like, she can just exist in that space. Like, they're very comfortable together. So that's really cool to see him starting to be comfortable with somebody. Mm-hmm. Now we go to Noel's room and he's rushing out of his room too. Uh, And Javier shows up and he's looking for Felicity and he's got a huge gift basket in his hands. And Noel asks if it's for the wedding. Um, But Javier says that they're not getting married anymore. And Javier says that Felicity is the most generous, wonderfulest person. And he adores her so much because she's a romantic. And 
you know, it means so much that she realized how difficult it is for him and Samuel. He says, you wouldn't believe how people can still disapprove, but Felicity, no, not Felicity. She believes in love. And, you know, Noel's getting it like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I'm being an ass, right? Um, But Javier says that he wants to thank Noel, too, because it can't be easy to be on the flip side of this. And it's so good to support the people you love. And Noel's like, actually, I haven't been that supportive. And Javier says, well, then no weapons for you. So, yeah. (laughs) I love it. It does make him realize what an ass he's being to his brother. And it's, you know, not just about the Felicity and Javier situation Mm -hmm. that he hasn't been supportive of. Um, Very clever. I feel like it shouldn't have taken Javier, you know, saying all this to get him to realize it. But that's that's what it is. Yeah, that happens a lot, though, like hearing it from somebody versus another somebody. Sometimes it just takes multiple perspectives for something to click. I swear I tell people a thing and then they're like, oh, my sister said blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I told you that eight months ago. Like, why why did your sister say that? And it means something now. But OK, great. I'm glad that you repetition. caught on. Okay, let's move takes on. takes like 21 times <laughs> yeah, to repetition. hear something for it to sink <laughs> in. So that was a little bit triggering for me. But also, it's still a little bit felt unearned. Like you had said that for a different episode, yeah. like that that realization felt unearned. Like this feels a little unearned, too, because he was so stubborn and so like fixed in. Oh, my gosh, I didn't get told. He didn't tell me. So it he I don't know. It's just like a big turnaround really fast. Just like, oh, the light bulb went off and now like everything's like super sweet and wonderful. So that felt a little bit two after school special like let's wrap this up in one episode resolve this kind of thing and like we'll have a little bit too simplistic only other gay guy on the show be the person to make him realize you know Mm -hmm. the voice of reason yeah yeah like oh that's right i do have another friend and i'm supportive of him so why wouldn't i be supportive but that's why it like didn't make a ton of sense to me that it would have been cool if it came from somebody who wasn't gay like a ben for example oh yeah that would have been really cool or if felicity had pushed harder like she was just kind of like oh yeah well it seems like he's pretty sure you know like I feel like because she does have a lot of um, like she stands up yeah. for what she believes in and she does get a lot of fire underneath her when she really is passionate about something. So, yeah, I'm surprised she didn't push back a little bit harder on that. Like, how can you say that? That's your brother. Like, yeah, that would have been that would have been an interesting conversation they could have had if she would have pushed him a little like challenged him a little bit. Or if Ben had that would have been also acceptable. <laughs> Bring him a sandwich and be like, dude. Yeah. There's this guy on my track team who is gay. You should be (laughs) fine with it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We finally go to the swim tryouts where we see Ben and Lynn are facing off because they're in the same event. And not going to lie, I did tear up a little bit when Julie shows up just in time Mm -hmm. because she knew she should still be there. And that Mm -hmm. was very lovely. So, yeah, I got a little teary. And the song and everything. I'm surprised I didn't sob. That's sweet. <laughs> That's the kind of thing that I'd be like, oh, God, <laughs> like me sobbing. But I didn't. Maybe I have at other times I've watched it. So, yeah, that they're swimming back and forth their laps. And then just at the last minute, Ben and Lynn both make the team. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and then Ben also looks up in the stands and sees Julie. And they both smile at each other. And again, I had to, like, wipe one away because it was so, so beautiful hottest Ben moment. I love that he's got on the team. I love that Julie was there. It was just all awesome. And he is so happy mm-hmm. to see her. Oh, that's, that was beautiful feelings in that one. So then we go to the design exhibition and Noel is explaining his Photoshop work to some adults <laughs> and Felicity arrives to support her boyfriend. She says that this is so exciting. 
And Noel tells her that he spoke to Javier and she says that she should have thought it through a lot more. And Noel's like, no, it was impulsive and sweet and very Felicity, which I love. And I was like, oh, my God, was that an I love you or I love that nice try. you are impulsive yeah. and sweet? I love that about you. <laughs> Come on, girl. Love <laughs> your breaks. But I got like so like, oh. And also, I was like, I wish it was during a better episode. I feel like that moment got stolen from me because of all the other shitty stuff that Noel was doing in the Because it wasn't the moment you I wanted know, it to be. Yeah. It, so, but it could have yeah, been super just... cute. But I was just like, oh, he acted like such a jerk. But he does that a lot. He's acted like a jerk before and then redeemed himself before. Yeah. He does that. He's done that before. And yeah. he'll do it again, so I'm this, sure. You don't need a special episode for him. Yeah, exactly. Mm. He'll do it again. We all make mistakes continually. <laughs> oh, true, true. Speaking of mistakes, I wish that his display would have looked a little bit more awesome because it was such a big deal. Like, oh, there's like, it's supposed to, there are all these elite performers in their respective fields. Like, oh, I'm one of like, a gazillion people to get into the seminar. Oh, I'm one of the people who got chosen for this exhibit. Oh, whatever. It's like, I wish the exhibit was a little bit more cool. Like, I saw it and I was like, what is the big deal about that? How did this, how did he make the cut? They, they used they all their budget on lighting. Flashy. They didn't have mm. time to do product, set production. <laughs> but did you notice it in the background when he was telling that old lady, like, well, going on? Like, Not really. I, was it just like text? It was just like some text or something? It didn't look like anything. I, well, I think he was talking about, yeah, like he designed a font. I mean, what else yeah. are you going to do with that? I don't know. Okay. I'm not an artist, so okay. I would not judge. I wanted it to be a little bit more exciting visually. Yeah, it wasn't I guess. memorable. I was, uh, my expectations were too high because it was such a big deal to get invited to do this exhibit. So I was like, well, where's the big deal at? <laughs> That's okay. He does other things later. It's fine. It was, it was fine. I was just like... Uh, what? That's it? Only seven out of a hundred make it. Yeah, what do the other ones look like? <laughs> Pretty big <laughs> exhibition for seven people, but whatever. Yeah, whatever indeed. <laughs> then Noel says that he wants to call his brother because he doesn't want to leave things this way. Which, yeah, you shouldn't. So then Noel goes and looks for the payphone, but he then glances in the hallway and sees that Ryan is already there. And very, uh, where am I? I don't know. Not noble. It's just like it means a lot. I think that Ryan still showed up to this exhibit, even though Noel was acting like such a dick. To He's him. got a lot of integrity. Integri yeah, it was a very it was big of him to still show up. Yeah, because he didn't let his feelings about all the stuff like he was still able to step up and show up. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't have to be the bigger person there. here, but he didn't have yeah. to be petty about it. Yeah. It was like whatever the opposite of petty is. That's what his brother exactly. was. It is because I'm petty as hell. So <laughs> I'm not familiar with the, that vocabulary. I don't know the word, <laughs> says the therapist. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so Ryan does, though, go up to Noel and tell him that he was a real jerk to Alex last night. And Noel says, sorry about that, which is a mediocre apology. Uh, he says it's that this whole thing has thrown him in a way that he never expected a pretty big deal okay don't make an excuse though like really lean into that apology I, yeah. <laughs> I know that's it's a mediocre at best apology yeah, half-assed yeah. yeah quarter-assed at best <laughs> so Ryan says until this I never thought that just by being honest I might lose my family that you know he might lose Noel and then Noel says that's never gonna happen and that was the second time that I teared up in this episode <laughs> even though mm -hmm. Noel was a jerk the whole time it was still just like okay good like he's not gonna you know Stop supporting his brother. 
And that was kind of the end of it. Like, again, I I wanted a little bit more of an apology to, the, especially if this closure. is the late 90s and you're trying to educate people. I would have liked a little bit more. And this is going to be your future brother-in-law yeah. person. Like. And I wish that we also saw Noel apologize to Alex, to the... Right, yeah, partner. it would have been cool if he showed up too, yeah. and like they shook hands or something. Yeah, deserved an apology too because he was he wasn't asked to him. So, absolutely, yeah, that's that's a good call. That definitely would have been awesome. So then we get final scene, another beautiful slow mo scene. It's a goodbye party for Javier, and we see Felicity talking to Samuel, who recast later because I was like, oh, that's Samuel. <laughs> Uh, didn't recognize him. <laughs> and then Javier hugs Julie and Ben. And so they're all saying goodbye. Uh, Felicity goes to give Javier the ring back, but he wants her to keep it and asks her to make sure that Consuela gets her job back. <laughs> How we're going to have Dina DeLuca without Javier. Boycott. <laughs> if he's not there, I'm not there either. So she hugs Javier. <laughs> Noel shakes his hand. Javier and Samuel pack up and leave Dina DeLuca as we hear Sally's tape back. Dear Felicity, as crazy as it is, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have offered to marry Javier, too. Your tape reminded me of something I haven't thought of in a long time. Love is complicated, full of sacrifice and compromise. But maybe that's the best part. It's my angsty away message of the week. Ooh, <laughs> it's so beautiful. Good love choice. Is complicated. It's a good alternative to the, like, love is patient, love is kind thing mm. from Walk mm-hmm. to Remember. Love yeah. is complicated, oh, full of sacrifice and compromise, but maybe that's the best part. Make someone in love, you want to do whatever you can for them because the truth is you want to be them. And then they end that on a shot of Felicity and Noel. So to me, I was like, are they trying to tell us that like they want to be in love? Like that's why they're trying to do like she was trying to do all this stuff. Because when you see someone in love, you want to do whatever you can because you want to be them. So I don't know. I was like, are they hinting that like mm-hmm. those two like want to be in love, but are they not? You know, I don't know. I was just wondering if it was foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was just showing what happened in the episode. Like, love is complicated, full of sacrifice and compromise. Felicity was willing to sacrifice, you know, being married or whatever for Javier. And then in the end, Noel learned love is complicated. I don't know. I just, (laughs) the both of them kind of like went through things in this episode. So that's why I figured it like ended on them. Yeah, I was confused by that line because the truth is you want to be them. And I'm wondering... The sense I was trying to make out of that is, like, you want to love somebody that way because that's the way you want to be loved, like, right? Like, that's the way you want to receive love. So that's that's what I was taking from it because it didn't ring right at first. It didn't land right in my ears. And then it's like, okay, like, I'm trying to work this out. And then it seems like, yeah, you show people the love that you want to receive. Like, you teach people how to love mm. you kind of thing. So that's what I was thinking yeah. that was trying to get at. I was taking it as, like, you also want, like, the ideal is you want to be in love, too. Um that could be that too. Yeah, that's confusing. And she should have said, said love's confusing, not just complicated, but like straight up confusing. <laughs> complicated, confusing, you know, all of those things. So yeah, I don't know. Overall thoughts on the episode. I think the biggest crime outside of Noel being <laughs> awful was that there was zero Elena in this episode. Mm, yeah. Except for her fur trimmed mm-hmm. sweater, sweater that yeah, she Yeah, why wasn't she borrow. at the goodbye party? She and Javier talked at Thanksgiving. Where's the regret's office? I I don't know. I feel like Elena would have been a voice of reason for Felicity, too. Like, you can't do this. Like, this is bonkers. She would have popped her bubble. (laughs) Her little romance bubble. She would have, yeah, talked some sense. Yep. She would have been probably, like, a little bit of a buzzkill because she keeps it too real. Mm -hmm. 
just funny because I'm so much like Elena in some ways. Like I'm like, Mm-mm, that's fucked up. <laughs> but other ways I'll lose my mind over like silly stuff. Meanwhile, you are the one who's actually been given a proposal for a green yeah. card marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, well, that could work. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, we just yeah, came off of the, the Todd Mulcahy episodes, which I don't love. But this this episode almost seems like the biggest filler episode to me. Like, Ryan never comes back mm-hmm. in the picture. Javier eventually comes back. But, like, we... Ryan shows up one more time. I don't remember. Just once on IMDb. He is enlisted in two episodes. Okay. okay. Good. Okay. So, Ryan comes back once. Yeah, it's not heavily featured, absolutely. So I'm like, we never really revisit that storyline much. If we do, it's one more episode. Right. Um, Javier eventually comes back, but like, was this whole thing just to explain why he's not in the show for the next few episodes? And I'm like, we already knew Felicity was really impulsive. So mm-hmm. I just, this one felt like a little bit of filler. I'm like, what was the big meaning and learning behind this one that we really needed? Ben in a swimsuit. Oh, I was just going to say, everything involving <laughs> Ben was not a filler episode. You know what I'm saying? This was, this this was Ben's episode. Stuff. All right. Secretly, it was. Yeah. That's like, yeah, like the secret. Yeah. <laughs> the secret for another episode was that it was really about Ben. Because, yeah, he was he was being vulnerable. He was saying, like, I really want this. I want to be part of something mm-hmm. that's important. And their relationship was developing more. And he had some support from his girlfriend, somebody who he can rely on and trust. So yeah. that was cool stuff to see for him. His, his character development was pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And it was nice to see Julie supporting him for once. I know we talked yeah. about the Noel Ryan supporting me for once, uh, but like Ben is there for her yeah. for so many things. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. That like, that's the first time she's really been able to be there for him. So Well, and part of that is because he makes it hard for people yeah. to be there for him. So, But yeah, it was a good opportunity for her to step up. And she did. She came through. Yep. That was good. Hey, Counter, we had 14 Hayes this week. Not the most, not the least. Just kind of middle of the road haze. But that's love and marriage. Least favorite Noel episode. I loved it. (laughs) The next one's not going to be great either. Uh, I think I like this episode because Heather had to admit that it'll suck a little bit. That's always the best. I I admit when Noel does things that are wrong or bad or not great. Mm -hmm. And then you immediately defend him. (laughs) Justify it. Uh Typically. I say that wasn't good and he made a mistake there. And he should have said something different. Today, you did a really good job of that. Mm-hmm. Says the people who Ben can do no wrong. <laughs> oh, we all know. Season two, Ben, let's, we'll worry yeah. about that later, you yeah, know? we'll but get there. Right now, we're just enjoying oh, him. Oh, no. Yeah. No, he's no angel, believe me. <laughs> I am so disappointed with him later. Don't even. We'll, and yeah. I don't, Noel is not, we better Noel is wrap not it up an right angel now. either. <laughs> I will never say that, mm-hmm. so. I just, yeah, he's definitely more my type, but he is not perfect and can be problematic as well. Hence this episode. (laughs) Alrighty. Well, thanks everyone for joining. We will see you all next week for the feud. Oh, yeah. Mm. (laughs) Talk next week. Bye. Bye. Felicity Was Here is produced, written, and edited by Heather, Melissa, and Dr. Joe. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Felicity Was Here Pod. If you're enjoying the pod, please leave us a review and help us spread the word. We appreciate you and would love to hear from Felicity superfans like us. So send us your feedback, ask us your burning questions, or just say hey at felicitywashearpod at gmail.com. We may even read your note in a future episode. Talk to you all next week.